0: What's up, y'all?
1: All right. So listen, we have a new opportunity so you can be loyal increasingly
0: <laughs>
1: to the Corner Store Podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon account. Tarma Davian, where can people find us on Patreon?
0: Patreon.com slash Corner Store underscore pod.
1: And this is a way where you can support us each and every week. Uh, there are, you know, very... Uh, affordable ways to support the corner store. It gives you a multitude of options. You could support the snacks. Uh, stop Max from coming out his pocket every week uh, to you know feed people in the corner store. And you could also be a part of a live studio broadcast if you wish. There's a lot of things in that Patreon account. Uh, Tar, where can people find that one more time?
0: <laughs> Patreon.com/slash store underscore pod.
1: Y'all, please consider becoming a Patreon. A patron of the corner store uh thank you for your support what's up ladies and gentlemen and all my peoples i am flying solo in the corner store i'm your co-host kevin Koval but i am without my confrere tarmaha davin who is always doing something fly in the world and uh miss her when she's not here but I'm glad to be here and I'm glad that you're here. I'm glad that you're listening. Thank you for listening. Um, it is summer in Chicago and it's a good time for it's the best time, really. It's the best time in the best city to be here. And uh, just want to let you know that there's so much happening in the city this summer. And so, one of the things I really just encourage is get out and go see shit. Uh, there's so much good music happening there's so much art in the streets there's so much to see and do get lost go in the neighborhoods and have some good food and walk around and commune that's why we live in a city you know to build with one another uh i'm excited about today's corner store episode because we have a a writer a graffiti writer who has been on a killing spree uh it is a always a pleasure to see uh this artist work in the streets, um, on rooftops, uh, on the expressway, on, on billboards and buildings, and really all over the city, uh, the the man darts. The writer darts has been crushing for hey. a long time in the city, and it's so good to have you in the corner store. Salutes, man, and thank you for being here.
2: Thank you, thank you for having me on here.
1: For real, so excited to have you. Um, before we begin, one of the one of the j- j- traditions we have in the corner store is uh, Max, the snack door, has secured the bag or bags as it were and gotten you some snacks from the corner store so uh i want to see if you are down to to hopefully rock with these uh max got you a arizona uh refreshing herbal tonic um i don't think it's the iced tea but it's like the iced tea that's that's for you thank you so much uh in addition also some munchies flaming hot snack mix uh so you could you know open those up now or enjoy them later And then the classic glazed jumbo honey bun too. So, um, it's not the best diet in the world. I am going to keep it a buck, but uh, it's delicious. All that stuff is delicious. You know what I mean? Yeah, you can
2: find this in a in a gas station.
1: Yeah, and, probably know, for like a- the last thirty years, it's been the same one. Maybe. Yeah, I love these. Yeah, well, good man. Well, th- yo, thank you for real for being here. Um, and I, for real, like I, you have been you've been everywhere. Like I've you know your work is is all city at this point. Um, I want to go you know all the way back though, and just you know kind of understand who you are and and where you come from. So let's let's start with that.
2: Okay, well, uh, I started my interest in graffiti when I was about uh, twelve years old. Uh, I got introduced to graffiti through the internet. Uh, and then what what platform? Uh, I was using uh, Flickr. Uh, Myspace And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it and this was
1: about this was how long ago uh, About 12 years ago and and so um, even probably like what what kind of kid were you that you were spending this time on the Internet's? Looking at graffiti like what was pulling you towards those sites?
2: Uh, what gravitated me th- uh, to these kinds of sites? Uh, was just my um, was just my pure interest Uh, you know, I, I just loved letters on the streets and I love, you know, colors.
1: Were you as a younger person, even younger than 12 when you were like, you know, five, six, seven, eight, Mm -hmm. were you somebody who was coloring a lot, drawing, you know, messing around and coloring books, stuff like that?
2: Uh, no, not really. No, I just really enjoyed, uh, like, Having a name to myself, and it wasn't i i didn't really enjoy like writing or like you know drawing a lot. I just enjoyed having a name, but along with that came with drawing, obviously,
1: so yeah and well I guess by by name you mean uh, uh, like uh, an ego you okay know? Yeah. I
2: wanted to have you know as a, as a young child, I just wanted uh to stand out from everybody. So yeah. Why? That's a good question. I'm not exactly sure why. Yeah. But it just happened. Yeah, I just was just wanted to stand out from
1: everybody. I've always I've always imagined graffiti writers to be superheroes, you know, to be involved in that way to to have the dual life and and then yeah, maybe maybe the super part of it or the, you know, is is that ego? Um, what what name did you adopt early on? Was it Darts, did, or did you have another name?
2: So I started writing uh, Gizmo on, uh, on some
1: Gremlin shit. Yeah, or? from
2: the Gremlins. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Then uh, I so decided you would, you
1: would you like you you would you wouldn't bomb after midnight or how did that work out?
2: Well, uh, no, I was just using like uh, I was just buying, you know, spray paint from, you know, several people, and yeah. I would just like you know just tag. Then after I started writing duper like super duper, mm-hmm. and that's when I started doing fill-ins off of rooftops.
1: So wait, so, so let's so let's yeah. stop. So to go from because I mean you're you're a kid, you're looking at these sites, you start to uh, write gizmo as like a hand style, um, a tag, and then how do you like what's the first time you get up on a rooftop? Like how do you do that? How old were you when that happened?
2: Uh, I did my first rooftop when I was fourteen years old. yeah, and it was at the Sheridan Red Line. And so yeah i I just went up to the wall and started spraying. Uh, were you scared? Uh yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I was sweating, yeah, a uh, lot.
1: were you with were you solo? Were you with people?
2: Uh, I was by myself.
1: Wow! Yeah. As a fourteen-year-old. As a fourteen-year-old, and so then what gave you the gumption? Like, what? Wh- why? Like, how did you get that courage um, to 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 do that?
2: Uh, I just had several buddies of mine that would, you know, jump on the track and then, like, you know, go on a rooftop, and so you know, I just thought it might be a, a fun thing to try.
1: Were um. You you mentioned the buddies. Were there other writers who were helping to look out for you, to mentor you, that you tagged along with initially? I mean, who did you? Or what writers at that time were you uh, in? You know, kind of hanging with or or seen on a regular basis? Uh, yeah, I was. I was a lot. I was
2: with um, with some BTL cats. Uh, you know, Nack, Knack Fifty, Markey, Wiley. Meals, yeah, so some of these cats were I, I would just, you know, like, meet them, they'll see me tagging, and then they'll, you know, like, introduce me to doing, like, rooftops and and insides, stuff like that. And yeah. by, by insides, you mean? So, insides means, uh, it's a graffiti term, that means, like, just going inside the train and just defacing everything right everything when i mean everything is everything literally everything the floor the ceiling of the train everything so yeah what i would uh do was uh, what i was taught was that i would go all the way to like uh to howard red line and i would uh take the train back to like jarvis and the last three train carts would be empty so i would hit every single one of them get out at Jarvis and then back and forth back and forth. Nowadays you can't do that. Why not? Because there's a lot of cameras on the train. True. Yeah. And that was a rush, you know? That was that was my thing. Oh, I'm sure. When and I used to write duper.
1: What what uh what tools were you using or utilizing at that time?
2: So I was using my own uh my own uh ink, my own formula. So, yeah, I would uh make my own mops. That's what they call the paint markers, uh, with uh, or dipsticks, and you know I, I would just bomb, just bomb the whole inside of a train.
1: And what can you give out the special sauce for your formula? What were you what oh, were you mixing?
2: Oh yeah, so the special sauce was taking about like a hundred pens, cutting them in half, and putting them in rubbing alcohol, and shaking it up, and putting other things which i can't tell you obviously because if i told you then you know like every like graph writer they they should know that that part mm. but then after that you have your own secret formula
1: that you add to it right so
2: i can't tell you
1: and you're a kid also who is then a scientist as well as a daredevil as you know i mean you're developing all these skills just given your interest in graffiti Yep. so how long did you write duper for
2: so I wrote that for uh for about 4 years from 2009 until two- 2013. Uh then after that I took a break from graffiti. Uh you know I just went to uh college. I went to Harold Washington College for 2 years. Yeah. Got my associate's degree. Uh, in what? In I would like to call it applied science, what? but it was but it was in uh general education. Okay. Yeah.
1: Um Okay, so you took a break. I, how in those 2 years, I mean, you weren't catching a tag, you were just stopping cold. You were
2: Yeah, I was just, you know, like how I view it is like you're either doing it or you're not doing it. There's no in between. Okay? Like you're not going to just do tags. If you're into graffiti, you're doing fills, you're doing you're bombing. You know, you're not you're not doing uh just tags. So I was just primarily focused on school at that part and then after that um uh, yeah i was i changed my name last year
1: to to darts to darts
2: yeah so i was i was so how i got this name uh was that you know i was in rehab for a month at humble park for opioid addictions i was popping pills and you know it was just awful
1: yeah so how uh, did how did you how did you get hooked on those
2: Uh, from, from people. Yeah. So, you know, from just people that I decided to surround myself, uh, with. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, after that, uh, so how I got this name, uh, was, you know, like, uh, you're only allowed to have certain books at the rehab. Like your parents could bring you books, right? But I was able to sneak in uh, Harry Potter books at this rehab, so I, I I decided to like just read like I read four Harry Potter books, and then I realized this word dart came up a lot. So then I decided I decided to use darts. Oh wow! You know,
1: yeah, that's fire. What? It, uh, what? what oh, go ahead. Sorry.
2: Yeah, I was so I was drawing darts at rehab when the when when the counselor was having us fill out sheets about what happened that day what what they taught us about like certain addictions i would just draw darts darts every, everywhere on, on on those sheets of papers
1: yeah uh those letters some of them obviously you had in other names but those were a new combination of letters what is what is that process like of getting down the science the balance, the schemes between mastering those letters.
2: Well, I already had years of experience. Right Bef- even before then. I already knew the rooftops off the red line. You know, I just knew a lot of spots. So like after that break for five years, you no, know, I stopped, but I still had that experience. I still knew my ropes up to spots. So, you know, it wasn't hard for me to, you know, get down and dirty.
1: Well so in so in rehab, first of all, what, what a house in uh, what house in Harry Potter are you in, do you think? What house? Yeah, don't, don't people uh know? Slytherin. So, okay, all right. Yes. That's your house, okay. Shout out. Yep. Um do you do you know in rehab that you're gonna go back out on the street and start bombing? Or is at that point is it just we'll see what happens.
2: Yeah, I figured it all out. You know, I made myself a blueprint, I knew exactly what I was going to hit. What,
1: what you were developing this I plan re- in rehab.
2: Yeah, exactly. Mm. So I, I, you know, developed this whole plan. You know, everything. You know, to hit the highway, to expand all my 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 name in all these territories, in order for me to, you know, get fame.
1: And and what do you mean by fame?
2: Fame. Well, fame is is uh, rec- recognition. You know, it's a way of having an audience behind you, you know?
1: Because part, yeah, which which is a, a colloquialism in the graffiti community, right? That that notion of fame is kind of different than how we might think of fame in some ways uh, if we think of, like, you know, People magazine or some some shit. You know what I mean? Like, the graffiti, so your your desire to get famous was so certain people could read you or everybody could read you or... Everybody, everybody can read me.
2: Yeah, I wanted to make sure everybody, you know, the public, not only the graffiti writers, but the public. So that's what I was primarily targeting.
1: So that plan that you were developing then in Humble Park and rehab. Yeah. Um, how long did it take you to develop the plan?
2: The whole time I was there.
1: Oh wow! You know, okay, so you were. Yeah. Yep and it was it was to it was to be it was to get fame to go i mean you had spots lined up that you knew you wanted to I hit? wanted to go all city and what is That's
2: it? exactly in in a very short period of time. Yes. You know. So to show people what I'm capable of, you know?
1: Uh I've seen your work in every in every side of the mm-hmm. city certainly. Um that's significant to go all city in a, in in a space in such a big space like Chicago uh how long has it taken you to do that uh well it did it took me two months wow which is a short period of time yeah really so you were you i mean you were on like a like a like a killing spree really you were just out here like wrecking shit how often do you go out in those two months
2: every single night
1: wow yeah um do you have a do you have a day gig
2: uh, well, I was working a four to 10 job in the afternoon. So it was e- really easy for me to, after work, just grab my bag and start, uh, painting.
1: So in that time, wait, and how long ago is this? This two month?
2: Uh, uh it was, uh, after I got out of rehab. So I think in July. Was
1: it, was that one of the things that. 2018. Um, and, and how, 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 post rehab, how are you doing, by the way? Oh, I'm doing very well. Yeah. Very um, okay, congr- well. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Is, is graffiti one of the things that keeps you doing well? I think it has, uh, avoided me
2: to, uh, to get back into what I was doing before. So, yes, I think hip hop has saved my life. In a way, because it kind of distracted me from what I wanted in life, which were pills, you know, alcohol, and etc.
1: Right. I think I think a passion like that, a, a desire like that, a, a direction like that. I, I think I think a lot of people could say that about about hip hop specifically, and I think about. A passion a, a, an art a culture uh, broadly you know yeah. that that it's it's often something like that that saves us
2: but I mean I meant distraction in a good way of course you know no of course like yeah yeah,
1: yeah. right well because you have a different focus and you have a different purpose than in that regard yeah um, do you still go you still go to meetings
0: no
2: okay so I I don't go to meetings uh, I've 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 only been to a meeting once after i got out of rehab and it was interesting to watch but i knew that i can stand on my own two feet and you know just move forward in life you know and i respect the people that go to these meetings but i respect even more the people who can stand on their own and and not have to you know talk to anybody about addiction you know yeah and they can you know just be you know cold turkey
1: and clean was the was the space in Humboldt park helpful to you
2: very helpful
1: um, i just w- i wonder if you might want to shout it out just if in case anyone is maybe struggling and searching too maybe there's uh, a space like this could could help folks too
2: oh absolutely the place is called healthcare alternative systems in humbled park uh yeah they helped me a lot you know and the the staff are are amazing
1: but and, th- and thank you for that and thank you for being so candid about about that experience um i want to go back to this this two week sure all city run mm-hmm. yeah um which is not too long ago and i think i mean i i i feel like that's when i started to notice darts i mean i think it was you know purposefully unavoidable um What were some of the highlights of those two weeks, just in terms of uh, your own excitement about some of the grandness or the grandeur of the spaces you hit? What are some some of the highlights, when you think about back then, of those two weeks, that that period? The highlights? uh, It was just me bombing
2: the underpasses of the Kennedy Expressway. Yeah. You know, I was hitting every single underpass there, and red line rooftops you know so it was i would just yeah those those were uh were my highlights and also i was doing billboards i'm a little bit scared of heights you know
1: (laughs) You're, you're, (laughs) you're in an odd profession then
2: yeah yeah but you know you know a lot of people say that you know a lot of graph writers think that you know it's uh that you're you're not supposed to be scared of heights but I am a little bit. So when I do billboards, I don't go like go crazy and go all the way up. And, you know, no doubt. like I You're don't want to
1: hangovers and shit like that. Yeah, right. I
2: definitely don't want to kill myself please over don't. something. Yeah,
1: please like do not. That. But yeah. I
2: mean, certain people take it very, very seriously. Of course. You know? Well, and, and, writer, and writers, writers are past doing. And I do. But it's just like, you know, I don't want to risk my life like, you know, like getting hurt or injured permanently. But
1: every time you go out, in some ways, you are risking your life. Oh right? yeah,
2: it's a very per- precarious lifestyle.
1: Because you have to be able to do a lot of things as a graffiti writer physically, mm-hmm. right? Um, you have to run. You got to be able to leap, jump, land, uh, avoid police, people, trains, third rails, uh, a myriad of other things. So you all you also have to be like pretty physically adept to pull off what you've pulled off Oh yeah Well you
2: know the whole thing about doing this for me personally is not rushing through through it You know that's how I've gotten everything done is not rushing You know my name is 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 a paradoxical word you know because darts means to you know run somewhere suddenly or to look at something suddenly as well too but it's just like it makes people think oh you know we should just like rush into doing things like rush into like hitting a spot up and leaving but actually it's the opposite you shouldn't rush into you know painting the streets because if you do people will look at you and it will attract a lot of attention so that's like one of my uh rules that I, that stand behind me but there's a lot of other rules that i what are some of those rules uh you know it's just never have like any entourage around you when you're doing this you know it's just it's just not it's not going to help you know it just attracts a lot of attention you know, and it's just not—it's not helpful.
1: So you're so, you're solo when I'm you. S-
2: yes, even in life.
1: Mm. Yep. And what I'm do you, what, what do you mean by that?
2: Well, I do everything on my own. Yeah. You know, how did I get out of rehab? I did it on my own. Yeah. You know, so it was just like, yeah. So graffiti is 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 very similar to life. You know because you know you learn while you're doing graffiti that that you're you're on your own nobody's buying spray paint for you sorry i can't you know give you my own spray paint i paid for it i worked hard for it and you know that's my that's my that's my uh, that's my tools yeah i can't give you my tools that's also one of my rules i don't give anybody spray paint i'm very stingy about my paint you know, they're five dollars a can. Go get your own. <laughs> you know,
1: and and in the city they're also hard to come come by, right? I mean, not really.
2: Nowadays, you can if you have the right connections, you can true. get. But yeah, my favorite brand of paint is Iron Lac. That's my favorite brand. I just love the smell of it since I was a kid.
1: Do you do you do you wear um, when you when you go in and when when you when you're starting to to paint? Are there certain things that you wear? Uh, in order to do so is there not a uniform per se but are there things that you always bring with you in order to you know to protect yourself or
2: well i like to wear black you know black jeans black black shoes a black shirt yeah everything black
1: do you have never a mask or anything like that
2: uh no i don't okay you know i think w- when you should be wearing mask that's, like, that's when you're painting trains or, like, you're doing something that could be a felony. Right. But, like, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not that afraid of showing my
1: face, you know? Which is odd for a graffiti writer, I guess, then. Wh- why aren't you afraid? Why?
2: Because, you know, people are watching you anyways. People know exactly what you're doing. When you're tweeting, when you're talking to somebody... Like, through your phone, you know it's just like like everybody is everything's transparent nowadays. Everybody knows what's going on in this world, like, okay, even if you do put a mask on, people know exactly who you are hmm. when you're doing these uh, illegal activities,
1: right <laughs> so but, if, but as a writer it's it's important to also
2: hide your identity yeah in a, in a way, right, yeah
1: yeah so you you are protective of that obviously like we're not going to say your real name we're not going to you know what i mean things like that right right
2: like if you go on my instagram you won't see a
1: a picture
2: of my uh, of my face right you know so
1: yeah yeah so there is the necessity to keep an anonymity in in, in what you're doing absolutely yeah you know do, um, I, I want to, I want to go back to the spree cause you, you were saying July 18 or so, right in July. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I want to go back to that. But before, before I ask about that, um, I don't know if you could mention the kind of work you do. So you don't you, have to, but
2: yeah. So the kind of work that I do is just my, my, my object objective, uh, was to during that time was to ha- make sure the public knew my name not just target the graffiti writers but target the whole whole city right so i needed to make sure that people can read it right so i was doing straight letters very legible block letters very legible yeah shit. yes over and over and over again right so it was, that's and that's how i got people's attention Right. That's when I started realizing, you know, because if you do a throwy, it'll be a little bit difficult for for people to read it.
1: And by throwy, you mean? And well, bubble letters. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that July 18 spree. Mm-hmm. That is when, uh, and they continue to have construction down in the you know the circle, I guess, of the, where uh, 94 and 290 come together, you know, just north of 55 there. Um, but that you were all over there.
2: Well, yeah, I started hitting up the 90, Ken- Kennedy Expressway, going going north. Uh-huh. And then after that, I wanted to expand the, to the 290 and just go all, all the way down on 290 and then go south and I-55, you know? So I wanted to just you know expand but i got caught you did yeah i
1: did uh what what happened there
2: well well so what happened was uh you know i i took some medication from my dad because during that period of time i had a hard time sleeping because i was bombing a lot so i took some ambien one night and then I walked out of my house, and I woke up at the police station Damn. the next day. Damn, I had thirty cans on me, and you know I had spray paint on my fingers, but I didn't remember anything at all. You know, so the the cop had uh, had my hand handcuffed to the to the bench, and I was like, "What's going on here?" You know. After that, they sent me to cook county for eight hours it was my first time it felt like a lion's den in there you know it was packed it was there were like 50 people in one cell and the cell beside yours was 50 people and you can hear people shouting screaming and it was just awful (laughs) Uh. because people were trying to figure out like you know how much their their eye bond was going to be or you know if they're going to get out at all, <laughs> you know. So yeah, it was. Um, so you bonded. You bonded out. So I no no. I I had thirty hours of community service that I had to
1: do. Oh, that was. Was that your first uh, offense? Uh yeah, it was. Uh,
2: but it was a misdemeanor. Okay. So yeah, I showed up to court on time, and <clears throat> and you know it was just uh, and uh, they decided to give me thirty hours of community service which i find ludicrous how so because of everything i did like you know you're going to charge me only 30 hours of community service come on
1: you think it should have been on. it should have yeah. been more severe the penalty
2: yeah it was a, it was a, it was a pat on my back right you know that's
1: that's all it was what was your community service by the way what oh, did you have to do oh
2: uh, so i helped the i helped the the um the homeless for food and so I went to Great uh, this place called Greater Food Depository, yeah. this food bank, yeah. and I decided to go help, you know, uh, people uh, give food out to, to the community, to the homeless community.
1: So since that time, uh, since that happened, yeah. um, you didn't let that deter you from going back onto the streets?
2: Well... What happened was I, you know, I thought that if I kept doing this, you know, I'm going to be ending up in jail for, you know, for even longer time than eight hours, you know, you know, and I, I was just like, no, this this can't I can't you know, keep doing this, you know, I can't just going, I can't be going on a killing spree. It's just, you know, like, like this every single night going out and bombing. So, you know, uh, I decided to just keep quiet.
1: Uh, have you retired or you, I mean, cause I feel like I've seen pieces since I might be wrong. Maybe they're just all old pieces, but, um, no. are you still out here? Uh, I'm still doing
2: murals. So I'm targeting murals now. Okay. And which are legal walls. So I'm hitting up, you know, several uh mur- uh you know like uh curators or muralists that will will that will allow me to paint their walls. So yeah. Is that hard to
1: not go out and bomb?
2: Uh no. Absolutely not. I mean I could do it tonight if I want to, you know I can do it and and I know it's going to be a breeze <laughs> but, the, but
1: but the, but hard to keep yourself from doing it
2: uh no actually if you like there's a lot of people who who just want to retire momentarily and they could do that they can ignore everybody in the graffiti world and just be focused on on their life and you know that's that's what I've been doing yeah. right now yeah
1: um so I, w- I just want to go back a little bit sure where where in Chicago are you from uh I'm from the
2: south side so I rep the south side but I'm with uh north side crews
1: okay what yeah and what what crews are you a part of
2: I'm part of uh CMW chicago's most wanted and bbk which stands for babies kids and that's comes from a
1: movie yeah a comic movie yeah robin uh robin harris right? oh yeah 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 yep. uh how did you get involved in those crews those are i mean cmw has been around for a very long time bbk i've known about for a long time but i think cmw has like historically been out here uh how did you get involved in those crews
2: Well, at first, I got into BBK crew. Uh, uh, This guy, 40, put me down. And he didn't ask me to do, like, I wasn't on trial. Like, he just wanted me to turn out BBK. And I thought it would be a good idea. So, you know, I turned out BBK. And
1: and how did, did you then, did you paint with that? Would you paint with those guys, or you would just still be on your own solo and then throw throw their letters next to your name?
2: I've painted with those guys, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then after that, uh, anyways, uh, Zeb, CMW asked me to turn out CMW, and he asked me to do ten fills, ten CMW fills, so I did. Then that was the
1: trial period.
2: Yeah, that was a trial period. Yeah. Well, no, I turned CMW. Like I could, I could put it up, Okay. but I still would have to do those 10 fills. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so yeah. yeah, there's a difference, you know, like yeah. if you're going to turn someone out for the most part, like you're, you're not supposed to like put up a crew name until you've done your fills. Right. But I was, you know, I was able to put it up.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Before, um, your folks do yeah. they do they know what you do? Absolutely. And what do they what are what are their thoughts about it?
2: Uh they hate it. They hate everything about it. Yeah. You know, I have parents that are very strict, you know, that come from traditional backgrounds and they detest it. But, you know, they can't stop me, you know. If I want to do something, I'll do it, you know. Yeah. I'm just just a little bit more prepared.
1: What do what what do they do for work, your folks?
2: Um, my mom stays at home. My dad works for Westinghouse Air Brakes. So he works for for trains, for the wheels, the brakes on the wheels. Yeah. So yeah, he's uh he he goes to China a lot all over the world. So he does business. Have
1: you ever hit his trains? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Uh, um. And you said your your folks are from where?
2: So my dad's from Hong Kong. My mom's from Taiwan. And and how, how did they meet? Uh, they met in Montreal, in Canada. So I was born and raised in Montreal, uh, which is French. Yeah. You speak French? Yeah, I speak French. Okay. I speak Mandarin and English.
1: Wow, word. Yeah. Yeah. And then when did you guys move to Chicago?
2: Uh, I moved to Chicago when I was about 10 years old. uh, And I've been living in the South
1: Side for about 15 years now. Yeah. And then when you got to Chicago, that's when you started to see letters in the streets?
2: Oh, yeah. So, uh, back then, I saw a lot of... uh, crews up uh i saw a lot of aic kwt 2nr vtc and eh crew so i've seen a lot of crews when i was growing up and they were going hard you know so shout out to kwt man incredible (laughs) back then i was just like Crushing. crushing like yes crazy
1: um yeah who are some of the writers i mean that you looked up to in that moment. Cause I mean, KWT, I think a notif, right? I think, um, but, but who else? Who are some of the writers that you, uh, you admired or inspired you? Grams. Yeah. notif,
2: Fact, Edom and Looney.
1: Yeah. 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 Edom. And well, I mean, pfft, fact is out here. Edom out here. Looney out here. Oh yeah. Looney. <laughs> yeah. Um, I see them. I see them up everywhere. Uh, what about now? What who are who are writers that you you know draw inspiration from, ad- admire, want to work with, uh, who are, who are doing you know out here now? Who are
2: bombing or who are who are doing murals? Either or or both. Oh, okay, all right. Well, I'll say I'll talk about bombing because uh, I consider myself a bomber. <laughs> yeah, well, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would say. I would look up to like who would inspire me. That's a good question. Uh, TDM, yeah. TDM crew, yeah. They inspire me a lot. They just their their style has developed dramatically over the years, you know. And it's just you know a lot of you know great guys you know they they know how to paint
1: who are some of the writers in that crew uh
2: orphan rank uh dozing uh yeah just a lot of people
1: uh one of the writers i saw you near a lot um roho uh r-o-h-o-e you know what i'm talking about oh okay yeah yeah um you know i i would see you guys in in similar spaces he's he and he you know big big bubbles um but very legible too and and again all over the expressway yeah yeah um not not a fan
2: no he's he, no he knows how to bomb yeah you know i respect that
1: yeah he's out here
2: you know like if you bomb and if you're, if you're, if you're a a piecer, like, there's a difference between the two. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's like mixing, like, mixing oil and water together, you know, that level of, of respect, you know, like, like, imagine if oil was like, was bombing and then water is, uh. Is people who just do legal murals, so that's the amount of respect. That's that's just like the amount of respect that I think of when I see people who bomb. You know, it's like oil is always always on top of water, so that's the level of, of respect that I give to bombers. Yeah, you know. So if if Rojo, you know, like he he does what he you know. He does his thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. There, because there are cats who I, who I think of yourself, Rojo, Neen, Tiki, um, a lot of folks who are just like still out here, like just very consistently. Uh, Max and I were talking about Uter on the way in. You know, there's just folks who you just see in the streets. And uh, yeah, it is kind of a, I, I, it, my understanding is that in the graffiti world, that if you are actively bombing, that is a very high level of, Respect, maybe the highest level.
2: Yeah. In other words, I respect bombers more than piecers. Right. Yeah. Right, right. So that's for what, what it is for what reasons. Well, you know, it, to me, graffiti is all about do, uh, about about <clears throat> about you know, like defacing property and going up to a wall and spray painting it. You know, so to me, it's just like it's that's what it is. You know, like the, there's there's no fun aspect. To doing legal murals, you know mm-hmm. everything. I don't think there is not as much as bombing. When you're bombing, you're 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 you, there's everything that you need to consider. You know, going up, you know, going up to a spot, looking around, seeing if anybody's there. And I forgot the I forgot the most crucial part about graffiti was is uh, is stealing your tools. You know and that's also you know a very important aspect of graffiti
1: so so who hipped you to that game sorry who who, who got you you know who who schooled you in, in in racking like who who got you uh you know like who who taught you that I guess uh Markey. do you well, remember you remember the first time you, you you did
2: uh yeah I used to rack a lot
1: where where were you
2: I was in the suburbs, uh-huh, yeah,
1: yeah, so what was your strategy
2: uh, so I would walk in there and then uh I would have one of those uh those plastic bags uh that you can't rip, you know, and then I will fold it up and then put it in my hoodie, and then I would walk to the uh paint section and take that bag out and put all the cans in there. And then walk out. And they wouldn't say shit. Well, one time I almost got caught. You know, I uh, I saw the shadow of of a of a of a of a worker cre- creeping behind, creeping up behind me, and he, you know, he was like, "Hey!" So he grabbed my shirt, and then I darted off. Nice. You know, yeah. but my 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 shirt ripped, and then I had to hide my the stuff that i stole but you know i'm over those days you know i it's really difficult to to steal anyways
1: yeah so but
2: people still do it
1: you know of course now the people so you have you hold down a a day job i mean oh yeah i do right um what can you say what that what that work is like what you do during the day like what is your occupation
2: yeah i'm a baker Oh, word? Yeah, so I make bread. <laughs> Damn. Um, how'd you get into that? Uh I just wanted to find a job near my house. And you know, I was just like, "Hey, had you baked before?" You- oh, yes, I
1: have. Yeah. Your your whole life or how'd you get no, into No, at at home. Yeah. Yeah. What what kind of what kind of what kind of stuff would you bake?
2: Uh, you know, chocolate chip cookies, uh banana muffins. I would do everything at home and you know i used the internet of course to find out i didn't have a cookbook but uh you know i just you know searched online how to do it and i did it
1: so what what's some of the ill shit you bake now What's like what, what are the stuff you, you're most proud of
2: uh right now i don't really like sp- spend too much time like baking at home
1: because I do it at work, right? I mean, at, at work. Like, what's the what's the stuff that you make at work? Uh, so I bake
2: like muffins, and I boil
1: bagels. So that's hey. a part of it too. Okay. So I make make bagels. That's how they're appropriately made. That's the only way to make a bagel is to boil them. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: And then you add the toppings on top of it, and then yeah, nice. stuff like that. Okay.
1: So they're good. You make good bagels. Is what you're telling me? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm a Jew. I got to ask these things. Sorry, I'm a Jew. I gotta ask these things. Oh, okay. About the bagel game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it means a lot. Yeah. It means a lot to me and my people. You okay. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um, do the people at your work at the at the bakery do they know what you do? Like, do they know who you are? Do they know you as darts or?
2: If they do, that's cool.
1: You know. Some of them do because they you've told them, or how does that how does that work? Uh, I didn't tell them
2: anything. I try not to give out any hints. Sure. You know, that's just like one of my things one of my rules too is not to you know like have a bunch of paint on my shirt you know and have you know just like reveal that i'm a graffiti writer no so yeah right
1: Mm -hmm. um where are some of the places in the city people could see your work well right now
2: uh the city has been buffing a lot yeah of graffiti so uh but you you could still see me off the red line yep if you look out the window yep i'm i'm there
1: yeah near near belmont right right off the belmont
2: yeah yeah and the reason why i bombed certain of these rooftops is because i knew exactly how long they were going to last you know like that's, those are years of experience. Like I told you, you know, like, you know, how long this rooftop with this rooftop is going to last, you know, several years, you know, like I, I know that some of the rooftops that I've done will be there for, for a very long time and that's why I did it. So yeah, anyways, um, yeah, so you could still see me off the red line, uh, off the highway. Uh, I do have a couple fills off the highway, I think,
1: yeah, but yeah I think that's one of the things about graffiti writers I appreciate is the precision involved i mean there's a um, almost a militaristic aspect or a scientific aspect to to writing because you know so much information about the way trains work or the way. Uh, the buff operates oh, or, yeah. you know, people like the uh, Absolutely. traffic patterns or, you know, things of that nature. Um, yeah, everything is precisely calculated.
2: Yeah. If you want to, you know, do it that way.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and not, not, not all like, riders are like that, obviously. No, but, you know
2: exactly when the train stops running, you know. Right. And so you know that this spot you can hit, you can go up to the spot and not have people... You know, see you. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, everything is, is very, very meticulous.
1: I wonder if it's why you also have a penchant for baking, because my understanding of baking is that it is also a precise science, too.
2: Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So you seem to be, you know, somebody who has that kind of mind, you know, mm-hmm. to be able to map out, like, like you said, like you, like you did when you were inside, you, you created a blueprint for what you wanted to do. And then executed that blueprint, right? Yeah, I think that's admirable. Mm-hmm. Um, on the gram, man where 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 can people find you on on IG? Which is, I guess, the best space to uh, be in touch, see the work, everything like that. Yeah,
2: yeah. People can find me on uh, Instagram. My Instagram
1: name is Bullseye
2: One O. The letter O One.
1: Cool. One more time, just so people get it right.
2: Bullseye One O One the letter O and my Twitter, I have a Twitter too. If you want to follow me, uh, which is, uh, darts, CMW, everything capitalized. Bet. So darts, CMW.
1: Bet. Well, yo, uh, for real, this has been a pleasure, man. And thank you for being here. Thank you for, for coming out, uh, being candid and also just for dropping a lot of gems. Really, really appreciate all that knowledge that you shared. And so thank you for being in the corner store.
2: Yeah. Thank you. <laughs>
1: We want to thank our super producer, DJ Cashera,
0: WDN boss man, Todd Manley.
1: Shout out Ernie, the engineer.
0: And of course, Max, the snack Toy.
1: all day on IG and Twitter. We are
0: corner store underscore pod.
1: Please y'all rate and subscribe on iTunes. Tell someone to listen to the corner store. And if you wish, you could also tell us who we should have on the corner store.
0: Yeah. Just, you know, slide in our DMS. They're open. A great way to support us is through our Patreon account is patreon.com slash corner store underscore pod. And you can, you know, support us in our future endeavors, and you know, get some benefits along the way. And it's like the little change jar, like yeah, that, you know, you know in front like at the corner store. Jar, kind of. right? Yeah. yeah, right, right, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. If you if you listen, please support, and uh, we really appreciate your support. Thanks.
0: The corner store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits.